This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John Davis. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing? Merry Christmas. I'm Merry doing great. <laughs> man, we are, uh, as the show goes out, it'll actually come out right between uh, Christmas and New Christmas Year's. Christmas and New Year's, that's right. Uh, we are still hung over from our, our, our Christmas special episode. You can tell because John David's voice sounds just as bad as it did the night that we did that. It's like Joan Rivers before she gave up all the cigarettes, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of look like Really, did she ever give them up? <laughs> <laughs> Have, have you had some work done? Uh, well, you know, I, I'm glad you noticed. H- have you considered having work done? I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, we've, we've got a great show tonight. Um, so, you know, first off, I want to get uh, a couple of housekeeping things out of the way. We want to wish uh, everyone a, a very merry, merry Christmas and a happy new year as we get ready for our very special first ever best of episode. Of course, I'm talking about the best of 2017 episode that's coming out next week. Now, what we have done is uh, we've encouraged you guys to go to facebook.com slash radio where you can find a full list of what we're looking for. In fact, this is a kind of a chance to showcase um, who you guys uh, and, and us as well have found to be you know, the, the best uh, pipe tobacco of 2017, the best uh, tobacconist, uh, a, a laundry list of items. Not too terribly long, about that's right. eight to ten episodes no, that are in there. No, that's right. It's in uh, items on the list. Right. So uh, help us out. Head over to, to Facebook. You can enter them enter them in that way, or you can also email, or you can do it through Patreon, uh, where, by the way, if you're not sponsoring the show or supporting the show, we, we strongly encourage you to do it because it's why we can make this show happen. Uh, so head over to patreon.com slash country squire radio to learn more about that. Now, man, uh, we're doing something that I think a lot of people have uh, uh, have asked for, especially this last past year. Um, longtime listeners know that the uh, the charm of this show uh, is that it is uh, it's it's you know, it's you and me. We, we, we come on here. <laughs> you say charm, and, and I'm thinking in my mind, like, the, you know, the, the thing they tune in in spite of. Right, right, It's right. you and me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a point to that. I mean, it's... Right. We very much... Well, it's, been, just, it's it, right? You know, we don't have recorded ads or anything that we do. We, we talk about stuff, and... You know, we um, you know, it's it's you and me, right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, in, in the topics that we talk about, there's a timeless uh, element to most of them. Uh, you know, very much it is. It's kind of a topical driven show, uh, but you know, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> throughout the uh, the year, this year especially, people have been asking for us to do more interviews. You know, I think about the earliest days of, of Country Squire Radio. We, we we've, we've had some interviews before. That's right. And uh, and so it was actually suggested, if I'm not mistaken, by Pappy Joe, who said, "Look, do some interviews. Have them at the ready, especially when the holidays. We know you guys aren't." going to be able to do the live show so why not put out an interview at that time absolutely and it's great it's a great suggestion and of course this week we actually are going to take you a little bit back in time to the texas pipe show that's right back in october absolutely now at that point um you know we had an opportunity to connect with a lot of great uh pipe carvers a lot of great uh pipe smokers in, in the community there in texas and the surrounding area but we also got to talk to somebody who is quite prolific in the community um, not just because he himself is, a, is an avid pipe smoker, but because uh, he's got uh, some good crossover market space in this area because he himself is uh, quite famous for his beard, <laughs> and specifically his beard oil. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Of course, we're talking about Gentleman Jim. Uh, G- Gentleman Jim, Jimmy uh, from Texas, he's just such a, such a great guy. He's well-known in the pipe community. He always is showing up at different pipe events. Um, and he, uh, he, you know, just has a really fun 
uh, business that he runs kind of along the side of, of his regular business, and uh, and that is making uh, you know handcrafted beard oil, uh, and and it's fantastic. I, I I you know have a kind of a variety of beard oils that I use, and his is certainly one of them, and uh, I, I use it and love it, and uh, think it smells great, and uh, so does my uh, fiance, which I'm I'm glad to say, and uh, and we can you know highly recommend it as well. But uh, Jimmy's just such a such a good guy, man. He's one of those people you really seek out. Uh, when you're at these events, um, and and are always blessed that you that you do, and so uh, we wanted to just kind of feature him, feature his business a little bit, uh, you know, bring him to the greater uh, pipe smoking community even more than he already is. And uh, man, we we're just so fortunate to get get to have him on mic here for a little bit. All right, now through the magic of uh, of, of Christmas and New Year's time travel, uh, let's go back to the Texas Pipe Show and uh, sit down with Gentleman Jim. <laughs> All right, well, we're live at the Texas Pipe Show, and uh, man, glad to be here. We uh, have just had such a good time and gotten uh, gotten to hang out with so many so many awesome folks and reconnected with a lot of good friends and uh, friends from all over the country. Man, we're excited to have uh, man the the man himself, Gentleman Jim. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> and in, isn't that something? Yeah, man, G- Gentleman Jim. What is your actual name? Jimmy. Jimmy, and do you? What's your last name, Jimmy Smith? Jimmy Smith. Yeah. About as basic as basic. About as ba- basic. Yeah. At least it's not John, right? John. No. Smith, right. <laughs> or John Doe, right? Man, uh, dude, it's so good to go. To, so good to see you again, man. Uh, gentlemen, Jim, uh, uh, Johnny, he has his own line of uh, beard products and particularly beard oil. Uh, but he's he's just well known in the pipe community. He's a local Texan, uh, and man, we just uh, just wanted to reconnect with him and have been wanted to have him on the show for quite a long time now. So, uh, man, thanks for thanks for hopping on board. Well, thanks for the invite. It, it means a lot to me. Yeah, of course, of course, brother, dude. Tell me, um, uh, tell me first of all, you're from the Dallas Fort Worth area. No, I'm from just north of Houston. Okay, so you go out here, get on 45, head right. south, you'll right. run into me. And what, what's the name of your town? Spring, 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 Texas. That's right. Okay, great. That's great. Well, um, did you come out okay in the hurricane and everything? I did. Our our neighborhood stayed dry. Good. Everything was good. We were trapped in for a bit, but yeah, we stayed dry. Man, that's good. That's good. I'm glad. There were a lot of folks that uh, I was talking with someone earlier today, like the Texas spirit. You know, it was everyone that went through it. They just uh, um, you know, immediately came out of it and it's like, okay, well, this this is not good, but let's pull up our bootstraps and get to work and fix it. You know, it wasn't wasn't uh you know waiting for someone to come help them it was just uh man just that that spirit of uh let's just get it done you know and that was that was really encouraging to see so um anyway really great well dude um man tell me like so you're around the pipe community a lot you've been a pipe smoker for a while um i met you actually at the chicago pipe show a couple years ago yep and have been using your beard oil since then (laughs) (laughs) and uh so man tell me before we talk about your uh, kind of the beard oil you know that's the neat thing is that so many people in the pipe community have these ancillary businesses too that they also are involved in. Uh, and whenever you go to a pipe show, you often see people that do uh, leather working, uh, you know, grooming products. Uh, gosh, I mean, you've even got like you know brewers and stuff. I mean, there's just all kinds of interesting uh, things that kind of go along with the pipe smoking craft. But um, before we talk about like some of your, you know, how do you got in, involved in your business like tell me about um just how you got started pipe smoking uh well i used to be a cigarette smoker yeah 
And I got rid of that in the last weekend of January of 2014. Picked okay. up a pipe, went and got a corn cob and a basket pipe. Yeah, yeah. Got some lane one cue. Yeah, of course. Just like anybody else. <laughs> and I just, you know, I was tired of smoking cigarettes. Everybody gripes and complains about the smell. And, you know, everybody loves the smell of a pipe. Everybody. They made cigarettes smell like pipes. Nobody would gripe about them. No one, I know, right? <laughs> I'm glad so, they don't. <laughs> correct. So it was funny that when I first started pipe smoking, it was it was something that I did all the time, every day, multiple right. bowls. And now it's to the point to where you know, if I don't want a pipe, I don't have to have it. But at the same time, if I want to sit down and enjoy my the rest of my day, enjoy my lunch, you know, I can sit down, enjoy a bowl, have a nice beer with it. And, and the camaraderie that comes along with pipe smoking is just absolutely amazing. Yeah. I've met so many friends. Yeah. It's unreal. Man, that's wild. Have, have, have you, um, do you have a local tobacconist or someone that you can kind of network with or that, you know, it, do you still stop at the same shop where you bought that other, the initial pipe and everything? Or I, I go in there every now and then, but they lean more towards cigars. Yeah. yeah. But I do a lot go of tobacco to the, shops nowadays are, are that way. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, it's more of a common thing, I guess. But I go to the Briar Shop a yeah. lot down in it's downtown Houston. Yeah, it's right down they're, in Rice Village, right? Yes, yeah. right next to the university. That's great. And Beautiful shop. As a matter of fact, Ross, who manages that shop, is here. Yes, and, he and is. And it is really great to reconnect with him. It's was, uh, one of the one of the finest uh, pipe shops in in the south and in america too it's just a beautiful shop i was surprised they let him in here though i know <laughs> i know right yeah I, it still might have been a terrible decision but <laughs> it, it might be yeah but uh man so so you shop at the briary and um and or the the briar shop um you know and have you kind of developed a taste for a certain kind of tobacco or what's your what's your palate like uh i still lean towards my englishes yeah but, yeah you know it, like right now in my Ian Barnes that I'm smoking right now, I'm smoking some luxury twist flake. That's awesome. Yeah. And that is my all time favorite. It's yeah. a nice Virginia. It, it's got that Cavendish in there twisted in. And yeah, it yeah. It works great. You know, it's so funny. I of of the three Stokeby flakes that they sell in bulk, uh, the twist, bullseye, and navy flake, that actually is my least favorite. And and I tell people <laughs> I, I, so I'm gonna let you have that one. I'm gonna let you have but I tell people I think it smells like a barn. Like it, like if you've ever been to a barn, and it's not a barn is not necessarily like a like a bad smell. It can be. It's got the hay, but that the, but there's a hay. It's so strong with hay, and there might just be a little bit of, of horse remnants that I just can't <laughs> I just can't get over. <laughs> but uh, no, man, it's it's funny. I've, I've uh, I always pick on folks when they like luxury twist flake, and I, I I'm such a luxury navy flake guy, dude. I love the I love luxury navy flake so. Uh, but I'll, I'll let you have that one. That's that's good. So well, I'll, I'll take some twi- the navy flake. You want as well. the you just you want the twist flake off my hands? Is oh, that, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Any, anything your shop don't want, I'll take that's it. Great. Just of course, we're way. sitting right next to the uh, the Stokeby uh, reps here at, at the at the uh, Texas Pipe Show, so I'm sure they would have something to say about that too. But um, <laughs> man, what, so you're smoking an artisan pipe? Tell me tell me about your favorite pipe styles. Do you have a do you have a favorite pipe carver? Uh. <clears throat> They're all my favorite carvers. Yeah, it's like I mean, asking just, which one of your is your favorite kid, right? Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do <laughs> at that. At least not publicly. <laughs> well, you can if one of them's in the room at a time. Right. No, that's right. So that's right. You know, right now I'm smoking an Ian Barnes. It's a bent blowfish, and 
I mean, this thing is absolutely amazing. It's got yeah. a little horn on it. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a, it's a tiny pipe. You know, it you is. You normally see a lot of artisan pipes that are that small, but uh, I mean, it's a pretty pretty little pipe. Ian has come a long way with his, his stem work and everything, and stem work to me is everything in a pipe. I mean, it, it's, yeah. there's a lot to say with the, the style of stem a guy makes. It, it's funny, you know, we hear regularly from artisan pipe makers that they'll spend just as much time on the stem as they do the briar. And, and as someone that's not a woodworker or a or good at anything but occasionally blending a pipe tobacco, <laughs> and most of that's just a fluke, um, you know, it, it, it's hard for me to believe that when I hear it, you know, that, that the stem work takes as much time. But then you see them do it. You see what painstaking process goes into that. Oh, it's... And, and you see, and, and honestly, as beautiful as the briar is, and the briar is always the showpiece of the pipe, you know, the the stem is what really is it, kind of the end of the experience. I mean, it, it yeah. really, it can it can make or break how decent your briar smokes, you know. And, and if it doesn't fit in your teeth just right, if it, you know, uh, it is, gets uh, too flared out too quickly, if the, you know, tapering and the drilling are not just, just perfect in a stem, it can go south quick. And, and so a, a pipe maker that takes a lot of time with the stems, it, um, it, it really is really is something to admire. Correct. I mean, there's even times that it'll be too sharp on the edges. It pokes your tongue or, you know, <laughs> no. something of that nature. And I told a pipe carver one time that uh, his stem cut the roof of my mouth. Ooh. And, uh, and and he made so much fun of me for being that particular <laughs> on, a st- on a stem. But to this day, I still swear that like, that pipe, as much as I love it, it cuts the roof of my mouth. Wow. And like I, and, and, and we won't talk about, we won't name that pipe carver uh, on air, <laughs> but, uh, and, and he knows who he is, and I, am, and, and I hope he's listening, I will, uh, and I will rub it in his face. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, it just shows you how those small little things can, uh, can make a big difference. They so, do. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, well, dude, dude, let's talk about Gentleman Jim's beard oil. Um, like, how did it, obviously? It, I mean, it's a great product. You see, a lot of folks in the pipe community use it because they know you're a pipe enthusiast. Um, and and you know, that's one thing about the pipe community: we all support each other, uh, which is really, really a lot of fun. But um, man, you know, I I, I I see it around. Obviously, I use it occasionally and, and really like it. Um, how did you get into making beard oil? Well, if you've ever watched any of the the YouTube pipe community, we used to do a, a lot of box passes and stuff like that. And box, I actually box passes being like um, you load up a box and send it to someone, maybe take something out, put something in, and then correct. he sends it to the next person, and then and then so on. And being that the pipe smokers were mostly bearded, I you know I I blended a few bottles of oil just because I didn't want to pay the high yeah. prices that that oil cost. And, and by the way, so, Jim has an exquisite beard. <laughs> it's, I try. It, it's it's. I mean, it really is beautiful. Like, it, have you measured it? Like, is it? Do you know the length of your beard? Uh, probably eight or ten inches. Yeah, I was about to say it's not quite a foot, but it's yeah. it's pushing it. Yeah, yeah. So 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 you made a lot of the, your pipe smokers in your group had. You know, had beards. And, oh yeah. You know, obviously, there's a big culture with that. It's now. like so a you, prerequisite. No, it kind of is. You, you have you know? to have a beard yeah. to smoke a pipe. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna go all the way, that is. You I mean, might you as know, well. If you, yeah. If you're gonna be the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, so you had a lot of friends that smoked or that had beards on the stuff. You made your own or experimented with making your own. I experimented for quite some time, and I actually would throw a bottle or two in there to pass around to the guys, and you know, you get 
people like in England, Mr. Jonathan Want, people in Australia, the Pipe Nutter, and, you know, several people here in the States that they get it, they use it, and they're like, dude, you ought to start selling this stuff. I know, right? And, I mean, it took me a while to come up with the blend that I got, and wife loves it, so, hey, happy wife, happy life. Why not, right? <laughs> I think that's in the Bible. Yeah. I think it is. <laughs> and... You know, the, the whole beard oil thing is funny because you speak of the Bible, people say the beard oil is a whole new fad, but it's not. It talks about putting oil in your beard in the Bible. You know, I, I've I, never really thought about that, but, I mean, you think about the Old Testament and all the uh, importance that they put on even things as small as grooming, like, um, and, I mean, that, yeah, that makes that makes sense to me, yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Well, so, I mean, you got to rehydrate your face, right? Uh, you, you don't have to, but you look a lot better if you do. Well, yeah. <laughs> you look a lot better and you won't be scratching as much. Yeah, so no, that's good. That's good. Yeah. It goes hand in hand. That's right. So so, so you started uh, making it. Kind of what pushed you over the edge as far as like, okay, I'm going to start making, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this and see if I can go uh, commercial with it. Well, with, the, with all the guys saying, hey, you know, you ought to do this, you ought to do this, I actually started blending it in in mass production. I well. Semi mass production. Yeah. And I opened a little Etsy page and started selling on there. And, you know, it's not a full time gig for me, it's more of a hobby. And it's a hobby that gets me introduced to a lot of neat people in the community, in the, the beard community, the pipe community, and they kind of intermingle sometimes. And, and it gives me the chance to get out there and get to know people. Yeah. Get, get to meet more people than I would have just sitting at home watching sports or what have exactly, you. Exactly, yeah. So, you it's, know. It's fun to find those uh, businesses that you can do uh, that kind of intersect with your personal interests, you know. I mean, yes. I, I, I'm also kind of one of those people that have just found that, and I literally stumbled into it. You don't grow up wanting to be a, a retail pipe <laughs> shop tobacconist, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, that's really... That's really great. Um, so, so I mean, have you, uh, you know, because of your, you know, you got you got it out there. You sell it yourself through through yourself. Do you sell it in a retail environment? I, I tried that, and it's funny because speaking of the Briar Shop, yeah, they we've talked about it with them, but it doesn't sell on the shelves. Yeah, in public, people yeah. want to buy it at shows. People want to buy it online. They, I mean, it's just one of those things that I've tried right. it and it didn't work, and I've seen other people try it and it didn't work. Yeah. So it's it's more of one of those things that you know you got to do it at a show, right? And and it seems to work better that way. But well, and what's what's neat about it is that the pipe community has kind of embraced you with that, and so you, you're always meeting you know because you are a pipe enthusiast yourself, um, you're always meeting these other pipe enthusiasts. Oh, and also by the way. They use your beard oil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was funny because on Facebook, I, I made mention that I was coming here this weekend and I had several people hit yeah. me up. Oh, man, I finally get to meet you, you know. Isn't that wonderful? And it, it's an awesome <laughs> feeling and it's even more rewarding for me to get to meet them. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy it. Uh, that's really that's really special. Man, tell me, uh, so is Texas Tea your, is that your, um, is that the main blend you have? Is that or is that the name of your blend? That's the name of my blend. Okay. And it's funny. I just made a tobacco called that too. So that's uh, I promise. Uh, 
I promise I didn't try to copy you. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that uh, somebody asked me a while ago about the slow smoke. Said, yeah. Are y'all? Are you the proprietor of that? I was like, no, I didn't even hear about it until just now. But I know. I'm gonna have to get a bowl. I know, right? And I, and I promise I didn't flavor my tobacco with your beard oil. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's healthy, but anyway, I didn't do it. <laughs> that that would be an odd tasting tobacco. Yeah, I probably would. Lavender, te- te- orange. So tell me about Texas tea. Texas tea is a tobacco or tobacco. A oil that I blended together. It's got several carrier oils, and the scents that I use is lavender, orange, peppermint, and clove. Yeah. And it cracks me up because when the sun comes in on it, you smell one scent. The AC blows from your car, you get another. <laughs> you know, somebody walks past you really fast, and you get another scent. It's just it's something that. You know, when you wear a cologne all day, you kind of grow used to it, and after a while, you just don't smell it anymore. Right, right. With this, you always get little whiffs of it, and you know that it's there. Yeah. And it doesn't get overbearing, and it never gets tiring, because it's always something different. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it took a while to come up with something that comes up, that that blends well with my pH chemical. You know, and that's the thing. Like, even even in the pipe side of things, like, tobaccos will interact with people's body chemistry in different Absolutely. ways. It's weird. I mean, it's just so weird. What what gives you tongue bite might not give the other guy a tongue bite. And, you know, what, you know, stings your nostrils might not do that with the other guy. It's just, it's a strange, uh, it's a strange experience. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what you eat. throws a big effect on it too. That, you know, that's right. Drinking that's exactly carbonated right. beverages, it, it'll cause your tongue to burn. Some people don't have that effect on it. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a masochist. I love drinking Diet Coke with a with a really sharp Virginia. <laughs> and that's terrifying, and I don't recommend it. But for some reason, it works for me. So, See, I'm um, a coffee guy. When yeah. I'm drinking, every now and then I'll have a beer, you know, yeah. something with less carbonation in it. Sure. Something that's not going to burn my tongue. My tongue just, it, it catches on fire pretty quick. So right, right. <laughs> try to steer clear of that. That's great. Well, um, man, do you um, anticipate going to any other shows anytime soon or kind of, or, or tell me what's the future of your, of your company? You know, do you have any other kind of things around the corner? Well, yes and no. It, it's funny because, you know, I've been at the Chicago Pipe Show quite regular for the last three years. Yeah, that's right. And this year I've got, my daughter does competition archery. Yeah. So. Competition archery? Yeah, she shoots Olympic recurve. And in February, we're going to Vegas. Wow. That's the world shoot. It's the largest shoot in the world. That's awesome. Wow. And this will be her second year at that. And with that, I'm sitting here thinking, you know what? I may not go. I may not be able to make the next To one. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to take her to the next national event, which is going to be somewhere, you know, North Dakota, South Dakota, somewhere up in That's that right. area. That's right. So, you know, you got to save for that kind of stuff. And when I made mention of that to some friends... They said, no, 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 no. We're we're buying your plane ticket and you're sleeping in our hotel room. You're it, coming. It's kind of gotten to the point where the the Chicago Pipe Show wouldn't be, it wouldn't, it just wouldn't feel right without you. <laughs> and that's saying something, you know. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty odd because there's some heavy hitters at the Chicago Pipe Show. There's you know? a lot of heavy hitters there. Yeah, I mean, and certainly in our industry. Yeah. To be told that, it, it, it's kind of flattering. That's a good. That's a good feeling. Yeah, it is. That's a good feeling. Um, well, man, that that's wonderful. Uh, so, um, it, the benefits of using beard oil for people that uh, have beards and maybe aren't familiar with it, kind of go th- briefly through through that. So, you, you grow hair out of your face naturally, and it's going to unless pull. you're Bo and it doesn't grow naturally. Yeah, right. Bo, you know, Bo was blessed with 
Other genetics. No. Like like <laughs> like shortness. Right. <laughs> Says the guy that's just as short as him. Right. <laughs> so, you know, and it pulls pulls moisture out of your face. Yeah. And you got to rehydrate it with something. Your your skin's naturally oily. And any product we use nowadays has alcohol in it, which dries you out. And it's going to cause skin irritations, you know, and different sorts of rashes and stuff. Right. Well, the thing about oil is, you know, I put it in my beard, but I also put it on my little elbows because every now and then they get crusty. And who likes a crusty elbow? (laughs) Nobody. So I don't know know, if Bo might like a crusty elbow. It's it, they leave fingerprint or elbow prints on your glass on oh, your that's counters. Right. That's right. Well, and also you can even use it as like an aftershave or absolutely. Um, you know, got, I mean, you've even got some ladies that'll use it for various things. So it's got the peppermint and the clove, which both act as natural uh, antihistamines, which fight bug bites. It also fights wow. razor burn, and it, it tends to go away quicker. Yeah. I've got Bob. I'm sure y'all met Bob from Hey, we're talking. Yeah. He he uses it when he shaves. His, Around his goatee, because that's about all he ever grows. Yeah, yeah. And it, it fights the razor burn, and, and that's where I first found out from that was from him. And so I actually market kind of the same same exact formula, yeah. just with a different label on it. For those people that don't want beard oil, they can buy yeah. the aftershave oil. And it makes sense, yeah. And you don't have to buy as much. No, that's right. It lasts yeah. a lot longer. It does. That's the thing about beard oil. A lot of folks are like, man, 18 bucks for a bottle or however much it is, but it lasts It lasts a long time. Like, it does. I mean, it, it does. I mean, it, it a little bit goes a long way. I mean, as, as with my beard, it lasts me, and I use quite a bit, it lasts me at least a month for a one-ounce bottle. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you've got a getting, significant beard. It's I mean, it, right. definitely I mean, lengthy. I mean, yeah. now Jason Dagner might go through a <laughs> bottle a day. but I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Man, that's that makes a lot of sense. But, I mean, it's like anything else you buy. You buy a good quality cigar, you're going to spend money on it. And, yeah. And, you know, you don't have to buy that $40 whatever. cigar, but, right. you know, you want a decent cigar, you're going to pay for it. You're going to pay Same a little more pipe for tobacco it. tobacco or anything well, else. one thing I always, uh, always get when I when I use your beard oil immediately is the is the peppermint and the clove. I think those things really really come out. Um, and, and so it almost doubles in some way as almost like a like a cologne. You know, it's it's if you don't wear cologne but, you know, wouldn't mind having kind of a nice a nice scent. It's certainly not as potent as a cologne as far as the aromatics of it goes. Correct. So you don't feel like you're covered in something. But it's just kind of a nice, refreshing thing that lingers with you through, you know, certainly the first part of the day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of nice. And I think the lavender kind of keeps you calm through rush hour traffic, too, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I, I probably need to drink the stuff during my work day to deal with all the idiots in my shop. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but, well, man, uh, dude, I'm just so honored to get to hang out with you on air here. And uh, it's, it's just great to reconnect with you. Um, this year, do you think you'll be at the next Texas Pipe Show next year? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going to plan on it. You know, if this is going to be a yearly thing, I'm definitely going to try to be here because it's only four yeah. hours from the house. Yeah, and I get to hang out with all these guys and you know meet it, new people. It's just hang so out cool to see all the all the various parts of Texas that have come together for this. And of course, there are people like Bo and I that are from other states. But you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of Texans here too. This is a part of the country that needed a pipe show. Absolutely. It, it, just, it needed one. And this one, this is not the first year for this show, but it's really starting to come into its own now. It's coming online. And uh, obviously, everyone's worked really hard. And I, I think, you know, artisans like you that, that are in the pipe community but don't necessarily make pipes or pipe tobacco, 
are a part of that, you know, because every good pipe show needs needs a gentleman Jim. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Got to have a gentleman Jim there. That's right. That's right. Well, brother, uh, man, it's so good. So good to uh, to reconnect with you. I hope uh, hope things go well. Hope you have a good trip back home to Houston. You, you head back home tomorrow? I to well, spring? no, tonight I'm heading up to the Deer Leafs, and then I'll be heading home tomorrow after that. So. All right, great, great, <laughs> man, that sounds good. Well, buddy, good luck to you, everyone. The uh, the the pipe industries of um, unofficial official uh, beard oil king, uh, gentleman Jim. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. I'll accept that, and I, I appreciate you guys, <laughs> and I appreciate y'all's camaraderie as well. Man, absolutely. Take care, buddy. I will. Man, how awesome is that, gentlemen? Jim, what a, what a great guy! I I, lo- I love Jimmy. I really do. He um he, he just works so hard. He's got a got a really good attitude about uh, pipe smoking and um man, just just love him to pieces. You know, I remember the first time I met him was actually at the Chicago Pipe Show uh, that we went to, and uh, you know it was, it was you know y'all talked about it of course in the interview, but how he was uh, he's he's become almost like a fixture in, in yeah. that regard, uh, and also you know very much an active YouTuber as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, we want to thank Jim for coming on the show and, uh, and just hearing a little bit more about his story, by the way, this, this show that you're listening to, uh, part of the reason why you are listening to it is because of uh, our sponsors. And of course the sponsor this week is Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. Now, last week we had a lot of fun with Missouri Meerschaum talking about a ton of different pipes. And I think it's only appropriate that I correct a mistake from last week, which we were trying to talk about that spindle, that spool type. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. The Patriot. Oh, that's the Patriot. And so because we screwed up last week, the Patriot is now sponsored. This week's <laughs> it's the one this week. Uh, that's right. So uh, the Patriot, it's it's a very unique looking pipe from Missouri Meerschaum. Of course, all Missouri Meerschaum pipes are uh, statement makers, but um, this one uh, is is interesting because it kind of has this uh, this cap on the top. It's not an actual cap, but the Patriot has this lip around the top of the the bowl that uh, gives it kind of a um, kind of the spindle look to it. It's really, really fun and interesting. And so, um, you know, it's just one of those uh, timeless shapes that uh, is certain to leave you, um, you know, leave you wanting another Missouri Meerschaum pipe. And uh, it's always going to, you know, draw comments from from folks that that you're around. But um, just just a great pipe, medium sized bowl, uh, straight and bent stem varieties. Um, just uh, just a real classic look. Absolutely makes a statement. I always tell people if you think you know what a corncob pipe looks like, you don't until you've seen it at Patriot. It really Really does kind of challenge your expectations in terms of uh, the, the corn cob pipe and, and, and design. So be sure to check one out. And hey, if you've got one, smoke it this week. Take a picture, uh, tweet it into us. We retweet those out to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know you thank them for sponsoring this show. Pipe question of the week. All right, pipe question this week comes in from Anonymous. This happens from time to time. Some people, uh, they don't feel too comfortable or, or maybe they're right. novices and they right. want to know. Uh, so here's the question. You guys often talk about Burley. Uh, this is something that I've heard you say specifically in regards to uh, adding to pipe tobacco blends, as if it's not necessarily there for the flavor, just there to pat it out. Is that true or do I completely misunderstand what Burley is? Yeah, no, it, Burley, it, of course, has its own flavor, and I, I like the flavor of Burley. It's very simple, uh, kind of a, typically kind of a soft flavor, um, but, but yeah, th- it, it is a great blending ingredient as well, because it has uh, the ability to take on a lot of the characteristics of other tobaccos around it, and so uh, it absorbs a lot of moisture. Um, you know, it's one of those that uh, can can age well, similarly to Virginia. It doesn't have the sugar content of a Virginia, and so, uh, you know, I often think it burns a little cooler. 
Um, but but Burley, of course, real versatile. It's one of those things that uh, you know can be smoked on its own, can be the feature of a blend. Uh, or or can be just a really handy blending ingredient. Uh, it's good for all the above, and so um, you know I, I think I think Burley gets a bad rap sometimes. People Ooh. are like, oh Burley, you know we just have that because uh, that's basically cigarette tobacco. You know we have that because it's got a lot of nicotine, or you know oh it just doesn't have any flavor or whatever. Well maybe you don't you know maybe maybe you don't appreciate it or you just hadn't smoked enough of it or or even the right varieties. Just um, like there's any you know host of different Virginias or. Um, you know, just name the Oriental or whatever. Uh, Burley's the same way. There's lots of different varieties. Uh, the the curing process is different uh, with Burley. You've got, of course, fire cured, flu cured, air cured, um, and all those things are going to make the make the tobaccos change a little bit. And again, uh, they they really are um, special in their own way. Um, you know, it's not the most pronounced flavor, but it's one of those that uh, that I think you can really appreciate if you're into pipe smoking. And so um, it's a blender's friend. Uh, it's incredibly forgiving. And it's one of those that's really versatile. So that's it's, good. A, it's, a, it's a great tobacco. Well, great question. And by the way, you know, it's it's OK, by the way, if you, if you do want to send in a, a pipe question of the week and you want to remain anonymous, sometimes it's uh, it's newbie pipe smokers. Sometimes yeah. it's pastors. We see you guys. We see your DMs. <laughs> we see y'all saying I got a question. I have a thought, but please do not say my name on air that's, that's fine. exactly right yeah we're, we're cool we with get, that we get that yep so we will honor your wishes uh so feel free to email us those questions show at country squire radio.com quick, quick fire, fire with, with the squire, squire. quick fire jones all right, man. So these quick fire questions coming in from thispipelife.com. More about thispipelife.com in just a moment here. Uh, specifically from Jay Reedy. Uh, now, this is actually continuing on the uh, questions that he sent in yeah. last week. Uh, and this kind of c- carries on that holiday theme. So okay. it's very appropriate from that standpoint. Okay. okay. You ready for this? Yep. Open presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? Christmas morning. Really? Yeah, you got to save the anticipation for that, you know? All right, so this is... That, that's that's what we do. So my family... Oh, and I, I've continued this tradition on with my kids, as I see you conferring with your, your yeah, betrothed I'm like, yeah, to make sure this is going to be the continued fiance's case. in the room, and I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 I say this like it's just obvious statement. I'm uh, looking over at her. I'm like, is that what we're going to do? This hasn't is come that, out in premarital right. counseling yet? I know, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was like, up. are we doing it this way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, but this is the way that we did it when I was growing up, and we've kind of continued this tradition with, with some variations. Uh, Christmas Eve is presents, opening presents to one another, but Christmas morning is Santa. So on Christmas, you yeah. still get like the 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 presents. Oh, I got it. One, yeah, but it's very specifically what Santa Claus. Brought what you. Santa brought you? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I um, see that. Yeah. So that. That's that's the way we we continue to do it. In, no, that's uh, good. In the York household, okay. it works out pretty well. Oh, that's good. All right, chestnuts or candy canes. I'm embarrassed to say I don't even know what a chestnut looks like. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I do know they roast on open fires, but um, yeah, I, I'll have to go with a candy cane. Oh, I, yeah. I've probably had a chestnut at some point. I don't know, but I, yeah, I'll go with the candy cane. I'm with you, man. I've, I've probably had a chestnut at some point, but I know I've had a number of candy canes today. Right, <laughs> today. and I can tell because your eyes are kind of bloodshot and you're acting like a fool. Right, I'm that's about right. That's about right. Uh, angel on top or a star on top, specifically your Christmas tree. Um. You know, I've always been a star guy. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess you could go either. I don't have a, a real hard and fast preference on that, I guess. But I, I've always been a star guy. I yeah. like the star better. I've always thought that it like just looked better. But yeah. growing up, we always had an angel. Uh-huh. For many years, we did an angel that was kind of passed down in our family that I've always kind of 
not liked. Yeah, hey, you were about to say hated. Yeah, but I, I caught myself. <laughs> Can you hate an angel? <laughs> well, it's it's a family heirloom, so you gotta you know you, no, you want to be right. mindful of these that's, things. That's right. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so so it's one of these things where I was just you know this year we actually don't have anything on top. Um, but my 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 child actually just brought home a uh, a an angel that uh, they made in school. So, so oh, is that right? It's out of a little styrofoam cup, so that's what's well, going good. on top of the tree. Oh, this that's year. wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah, good. Uh, and then uh, finally, we got on Christmas Eve. Do you read a visit from Saint Nicholas? Uh, Twas the night before Christmas, or Luke second, which of course is the birth of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, I, both are great. Obviously, we love Twas the night before Christmas. Um, you know, the Gospel of Luke, uh, number chapter two. Um, you know, you've just got such a, a, a powerful uh, image there that we're trying to, um, you know, kind of bring to light and and celebrate with Christmas Day. So, um, you know, it, t- typically, I it's probably towards the night before Christmas. Um, I, I, I have <laughs> Look to, at you being honest. <laughs> I, I, I have I have to say, um, and and honestly, uh, Christmas Eve, I don't think I really ever read anything. <laughs> Did y'all not do Advent in your house? I, you know, we we really didn't. No, and I, and I think. Um, you know, uh, Christmas Eve, it was just more about like, okay, it's time to go to bed and wait for, you know, better go to sleep so we can make sure Santa, you know, brings you something, all this kind of stuff. Right, right, right. Um, but I, I do have to say, and maybe maybe one day we can make this happen, but on videotape is a, is, is, is a four-year-old John David Cole <gasps> reciting the night before Christmas what? from memory. Dude. And, and, and it is... And it is, <laughs> it, 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 I have to say, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. It, it, it's pretty awesome. So, so some, somewhere in, in the ether is that. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll see if I can dig it up for you to, to, for you to see someday. That must happen. Yeah. That must happen. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, so there's not really an either or, uh, necessarily other, well, I, that being said, so we do, we do Advent in our, in our household. We don't, we don't do the daily Advent. We do the weekly Advent on yeah. Sunday and then also Christmas Eve. I like that. And so, uh, so Luke two is, is, is part of our Christmas Eve celebration. Whereas twas the night before Christmas is not. However, the Cajun night before Christmas <laughs> is every single year. And if I'm not mistaken, I actually think I read that on the podcast last year. Oh, is that right? I think I tacked it on, on to our Christmas special last year. So, uh, so yeah. So y'all, y'all have heard me read that before. But Dude, I, that's funny. We always do a I Cajun I think I remember that now that you say that. I, I, I remember that. Yep. And I, we have fun. And uh, for, for whatever reason, I seem to be the only one that can uh, channel the uh, Cajun accent of my Louisiana ancestors. So we, uh, <laughs> I, I always enjoy reading that. With, that's uh, with fantastic. Family. So these are great quick fire questions thank you so much to jay free he sent these in over at the forums at thispipelife.com now look if you've never heard about thispipelife.com i'm just going to assume this is your first episode in which case welcome uh but also (laughs) stop what you're doing i mean keep listening to the podcast but head over to thispipelife.com it's an awesome online community that uh has been put on by people that really know and love the pipe industry uh people that have been supporting this show for for quite some time and we just want to really encourage you to be connected there with other folks that love Love uh, this industry, love love pipes, love the pipe tobacco, uh, and really want to kind of express it in a unique way. Uh, get connected in the forum, see the pictures. There's so many great reasons to sign up. And when you do, let them know about it by signing up using the code CSR. Again, that's CSR at thispipelife.com. We thank them so much for having sponsored this show. Your thoughts, your comments. Listener feedback. All right, man, listener feedback this week. Uh, so we actually got in, this is an email that came in. All right, so you recall a couple episodes back, we actually had a quickfire question that was kind of sad. 
you know, like the corporate drone versus, you know, we, we got a little concerned about uh, it was. Oh, uh, yeah, I do remember that. M- M- Meza Duomo, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, and, and he does kind of take us to task here. He says, guys, <laughs> thanks for using my rather sad quickfire questions. I'm okay. No need for intervention. Uh, I just thought I'd offer up something different than your typical Coke or Pepsi questions. Uh, Just so you know, I'm the guy that also submitted the archetype story about my dad when you guys kicked off the archetype show. Uh, Happy holidays. And uh, he says, P.S. Mezzoduomo, half dome in Italian, is my family nickname for over 30 years. Cheers. So just to be clear. Dude, that's awesome. I butchered a family legacy. Mezzoduomo. As well as said that Mezzoduomo, uh, we were a little concerned about you. That's all. <laughs> I'm glad to know everything's cool, though. No, that's exactly right. And by the way, thanks for giving a shout out to, of course, the Archetypes episode, because you know we'll be having uh, the next uh, uh, Pipe Culture episode very soon, early on in 2018, where we reopen up those uh, pipe smoking archetypes. Those are so much fun. It's going to be going to be a blast. Um, we also have in an iTunes review that came in from Director4416. He said, lots of great information. Uh, this is by far far the best pipe show out there love the format and professional quality and again that's from director 4416 on itunes man we love getting that kind of feedback in on itunes it's it's a wonderful way to help uh, support the show it doesn't cost you a dime to do it so if you've never done so before head over to itunes write us a review uh it goes a long way by the way if you are so willing to uh you know spend a few shekels to help out the support the show in a financial way we greatly appreciate that as well uh, go to patreon.com slash country squire radio or just country squire radio.com and click join the club. All the information is there. And actually, man, as we come back next week, we'll be announcing some people who have been club members for over a year that will actually have their name immortalized here in the shop. That's exactly right. Yeah. Really excited about that. It'll be um, it, the uh, first, first of its kind of event for us. And we're, uh, we're thrilled. It's going to be fun, man. So next week, we've got the best of show. It's going to be a blast. Be sure to keep up with everything that's going on. We will be back live at CountrySquireRadio.com, broadcasting at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. That's 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern at CountrySquireRadio.com. You can, of course, follow us throughout the week. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore CountrySquire. And, of course, you can follow the show at Squire Radio, but all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, John David, man, you look like you need uh, some some well-deserved rest. I probably just need some eggnog. Yeah, you know, that, that <laughs> eggnog goes a long way as well. So, uh, man, let's go have a night. All right, see you, brother. <laughs> <laughs>